Hello, and thank you for listening to this message from River of Life Church. If you enjoy this message, we want to encourage you to share it with a family member or a friend. Also, visit River of Life this Sunday at 10.30 a.m. in Crawfordville. For service times and directions, visit rolcrawfordville.com. That's rolcrawfordville.com. Now, let's join Senior Pastor Henry Jones as he teaches from the Word of God. Well, I, I've got some uh, bad news, maybe some good news. So I've been preparing a message all week, and uh, and right at the last minute, in fact, it started late last night, and then this morning, just everything I prepared to just kind of just crumble. And um, my wife got worried about me. She said, are you not going to preach that message you've been working on? And I said, I don't think I can. She said, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to pray hard. <laughs> and so um, I, I did. I asked the Lord what he'd have me to do right now. And uh, so I'm going to do something I haven't done in a long time, and I'm fairly ill-prepared to do this. But I want us to just spend some time in the Word of God this morning. Now, those of you who have studied your Bibles, you know what I'm about to tell you. That the Bible says, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by what? The Word of God. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Now, reading your Bible and studying your Bible is extremely important. I mean, it is important. But sometimes we need to hear it. We need to listen to it. I'm convinced that almost all of the Bible was written uh, to be spoken and to be heard so that you hear the Scriptures. So what I want you to do this morning is I want you to just listen to the Word of God. Now, if you grab your Bible and try to keep up with me, which I'm not even going to tell you where I'm quoting from, but if you do that, you'll miss the whole purpose of this. I want you to just listen. I want you to just listen. Some of it you will know. And, uh, but uh, the first thing I want to share with you, that the Bible is crystal clear, that God does not want his children to live in fear. He does not want us to live in fear. If you know it, you can whisper it with me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, <laughs> I will not fear. I will not fear. Do you hear this? I will fear no evil. No evil. For thou art with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Listen to this. 
You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, there is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. The heathens raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord. See what desolation he has made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the ends of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathens. I'll be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Child of God, no fear of the enemy. If you want to fear and reverence a holy God, hallelujah. No fear. Of the enemy. You see in the Christian life. When it's lived like it should be lived. There's no fear. But I'll also tell you in the Christian life. When we live it like we should. There's great responsibility. Great responsibility. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin? That grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin, live any longer therein. Know you not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, 
that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is free from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let not sin, therefore, reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it and the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you. For you, yes, come on. Come on. For sin shall not have dominion over you. For you are not under the law. But you're under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we're not under the law but under grace? God forbid. Don't you know that to whom you yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness? But God be thanked that you were the servants of sin. But you have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as you have yielded your members, servants, to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members, servants, to righteousness unto holiness. For when you were the servants of sin, <laughs> you had no part of righteousness. Oh, you, you had no part of that. And what fruit had you then in those things whereof you were now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now, listen to this child of God. But now, being set free from sin and become servants to God, you have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. You know the verse. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Wow. So, so, so here, here's what we know. <clears throat> no place for fear in our lives when it comes to evil. Great responsibility. Oh, great responsibility. But the Bible doesn't stop there. Amazing confidence. Amazing confidence. 
You and I are not to fear. We're to understand this responsibility we have to walk and live in holiness. But we're to walk around in amazing confidence. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do and that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And for sin, He condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is at enmity against God. It is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by His Spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you through the Spirit do mortify, put to death the deeds of the body, you shall live. Oh, this is good stuff. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but we have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father, and the Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with Him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not even worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. This is the word of God you're hearing today. Oh, for the earnest expectation of the creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creation was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. Because the creation itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. <laughs> for we know... We know this. I know this. You know this. We know this. 
that the whole creation is groaning and travailing together in pain, even now. But not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. Oh, I just want to pause right there. Aren't you, aren't you about ready for this body to be redeemed? Yeah, aren't you about ready? We're, we're waiting for the redemption of this body. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, why does he still hope for it? But if we hope for that, we see not. Then do we with patience wait for it. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought to. But the Spirit Himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot even be uttered. There should be a hallelujah in the house right here. Oh, for He that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because He makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know... Oh, you better know this one. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. God still got this. God still got this. His plan. His plan from the beginning is still on course. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he, he, he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we say to these things if God be for us? Who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God who justifies who is he that condemns? It is Christ who died, yea, rather, who is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Oh, it's about to get better. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril, or sword. No. 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 As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. That's the way the world looks at us. But child of God, God's word says no. 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 In all of these things, we are more than conquerors through Him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, 
nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. No fear at all. Great responsibility to live holy. Amazing confidence in what he has done for us. And let me just close with this. And that is a glorious invitation to join the family. If you can't claim those things, here's your invitation. Oh, but what saith it? Isn't that a strange way to begin a verse? But what saith it? What do the scriptures say? What does the word of God say? But what saith it? The word, the word of salvation is nigh thee. It is close to you, even in your heart and in your mouth. That is a word of faith which we preach. Listen up. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with... Yeah, hallelujah. I don't want to interrupt praise going up to him. Oh, you, you see, for with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto to salvation for the scripture saith there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon his name for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Amen. I'm glad to announce today that you are a whosoever. You are whosoever. And the spirit and the bride say, come. And let him that heareth say, come. And he that's thirsty, let him come. And whosoever will, let him come and take the water of life freely. I hope you'll remember these three things. By the way, if you want to know where all this scripture is found, I'll tell you uh, at the end of the service, after the service. No fear, child of God. I'm tired of us cowering down and being intimidated by the evils of this world. No fear. You may go through the valley of death. No fear. The world may unravel around you. No fear. No fear. I'm also concerned about how casual the church has become when it comes to the responsibility of holiness. Oh, friends, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin. Yield your members to the holiness of God. I, I don't like... Christians who, well, I love Christians, don't get me wrong. Right? That's a terrible way to start a sentence, isn't it? I don't like the idea that Christians don't know who they are in Christ. 
blood-bought, born-again, <laughs> predestined children of God. More than conquerors. They don't just conquer, they're more than conquerors. And I think it's time we sound the news again that whosoever will, let him come take the water of life freely. God speaks to your heart. Oh, it's time to serve the Lord. I'm, I'm no prophet. <laughs> I'm not even the son of a prophet. But there's something in me that makes me think that we're headed to a place in this world right now where it's going to be time for the church to rise up and be the church. To be based and founded on the Word of God. And I'm just asking you, church, can you think of a better place to get ready than in the Word of God? To believe the Word of God. Would you bow with me in prayer? Heavenly Father, thank you for giving me the, the strength and the grace just to verbalize these wonderful truths today. Holy Father, Holy Father, if there's somebody here who's uh, struggling beneath the load of fear, and in the name of Jesus, I pray you'll break that off of them, that just hearing what the Word of God says will strengthen them, that, they, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, that they've heard it and they rise up to say no more. I will not fear. I will not fear the enemy anymore. Father, I pray for each and every one of us that you would uh, uh, stir us up to holiness. Oh, that we would have fruit unto holiness as that wonderful chapter says. And then, Father, I pray that not one of us would walk out of this place arrogant or conceited or self-confident, but that we would be so confident in Christ Jesus our Lord and what your word says about us, that we will walk around as more than conquerors. Oh, Father. And Father, I pray right now that if there's somebody here And they're not on their way to heaven. They haven't received that invitation that this morning a soul would be saved, a life would be changed. That all the promises of God would become theirs because they have received the invitation. Father, if there's somebody here who's thirsty today, I pray that you will give them the courage to step out and to take the water of life freely. To be born again. You said in your word, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, I pray that there will be those who will call upon the name of the Lord today. Lord, bless this time, bless this invitation, and bless this moment as we come together to do business in response to your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you again for viewing this message from River of Life. If this message has touched you today or if you need somebody to pray with you, please let us know. You can also call us at 850-926-1200 or send an email to info at riveroflife.com.
www.riveroflifefl.com. We also encourage you to check out River of Life Live this Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. in Crawfordville. Visit rolcrawfordville.com for more information and directions.